listening to the SLCC podcast series What's on the Agenda. Each episode brings you content created especially for clerks. The shows include question and answer sessions with sector experts, special guests and much more. Learn more about our podcasts by visiting us at slcc.co.uk slash podcasts. I'm here at the SLCC. My name is Shelley Parker, and we're very lucky to have Councillor Keith Stevens with us, who is, of course, the chair of the National Association of Local Councils, known to you and me as NALC. First, a bit about Keith. I know that he knows an awful lot about town and parish councils because, actually, he's married to a clerk, so he knows plenty. Keith, can you give us a quick tour of how you actually got into local government? Like many people in my position, probably by mistake, I took early retirement from banking, proper banking, not the banking you hear about these days, and got convinced by a couple of our residents to join the parish council. Little beknown to me is there was this scheme because they'd been trying to get out of being parish councillors and they couldn't get out until they got people in to replace them. So, yeah. It's uh, 20 years now I've been doing it and enjoyed it. And from there, I started to do other things. So, so you've moved now into NALP. And of course, that's a really important partner for SLCC. Can you tell us a bit about that organisation? What it is, how long it's been around, what it's for? It, it's been around uh, a long time. I think 1947. Just a little background so people maybe know uh, what NALP is. Uh, as I said, I became a councillor and got interested in council work. So I became a joined our district association of councils, and they get people to go along to their county association of local councils. And from there, the county associations elect somebody, one of their members, to represent the county on NALC's assembly, which is an assembly of 43 individuals who plan and work uh, with the team at NALC uh, to move things forward and for the best for the parish and town council. So um, the rest of the governance then, how, how does that sort out? You have various committees? We do. We have a series of committees. We have a finance committee, which I was chair. We also have a policy committee that looks at policies and obviously parishes through their county associations can send in suggestions and make recommendations. We also have a smaller councils committee and a larger councils committee. The larger councils committee is made up, or I could get into trouble here, I think it's over 600,000 preceptor income. And then they have a super larger network for those councils that can get direct access to various things. What about the IDB? I'm obviously on that we're strengthening that because it's, it's been really run in-house with mm-hmm. other people. The LGA, I remember, SLCC come along. I think, some may argue, I think it was out of that that the Civility and Respect Pledge was really thought about. And it's gone round in a circle. We developed the Civility and Respect Pledge on its own with SLCC. And now it's come back and we decided to take it back into the IDB. Uh, we've recently appointed a independent chair, uh, which we've recruited, James Armstrong. 
And yes, it's. I think we're going to get some new fresh ideas coming in. We've deliberately taken somebody from outside. Yes, he's involved in council world, but somebody with a, a fresh view on what we can do. And education um, plays a big part of that particular board. I know that Silka... Uh, is regularly discussed on it and and other higher education issues. Yes, but also training throughout the the sector, I Mm. think. I I think it came out recently at one of the talks uh, here at the conference about training. It Obviously, I'm a great believer that clerks need to be trained, qualified, because they almost steer the ship. And they're the ones, I, I must admit, that normally take the flag when councillors find that all the things they'd promised their um, parishioners that they would do if they became a councillor, they find they can't because it's a strange world. One of my predecessors once described the world of parish councils and town councils as being like a an oil tanker, that you had to plan a year in advance where you wanted to go because to get there is very, very difficult. Of course, county associations you've referred to as well. Can you tell us a bit of the difference between NALC and a CALC? County association is, they slightly vary on their membership. If I take mine, for example, East Sussex, it's made up of six members, two from each of the district councils, associations within East Sussex. Uh, and then we also invite one or two other people to join The district associations that the parishes belong to tend to talk to their district council with one voice for the parishes to say all the parishes writing, we collate what parishes want and sit down and go through them with the district council. It's the same then with the county association. We work with the county council on what parish and towns want Mm -hmm. and through the county association... We also have strong links with the police, Police and Crimes mm-hmm. Commissioner, partnership working that we're talking about. Yeah. As chair, you're pivotal in spreading the word about what NALC does. Can you give us a taster of what you get involved with and sort of the day-to-day life of the chair of NALC? Yes, it's one of those roles I, that they sell it to you. It's two or three days uh, a month. <laughs> well, this is my, I think, sixth day in a row at the moment because it's conference season. Yeah, I, I go out and talk to ministers. That's it's not my main role, but, but that's really to try and get involved with ministers. I've been very lucky. I see Lee Rowley on mm-hmm. a regular basis. We meet at various events, and it's nice when they come up and they call you by name and they mm-hmm. talk to you, and others go, oh. uh, It certainly surprised my senior county councillor. I was with at an event when Lee Rowley comes up and starts talking to me. So that was good. And so you've been doing the round of party conferences then? Yes, we share them out to do them all. I concentrated on Labour conference because I went there last year and I was lucky I got, it was meant to be five minutes, but actually got 25 minutes with Sarah Owen, the new local government minister. In Uh, in Angela Rayner's team, I guess. Yes, in Angela Rayner's team. And she's similar in her views to Lisa Nandy, who I saw many times, mm. and they come across as being very supportive of bringing back proper standards to councils, and they're also 
very pro remote meetings for various reasons and it was good and maybe it's the effect we've had in what we've been feeding in and it, it's just not um, for simplicity but it opens up to a wider range of people I, th- I think single parents be they male or female mm. can can't get babysitters and or an allowance for but they can come in people with disabilities can join in and I think as we found during covid more residents joined in the meeting because they could join the meeting for the part they wanted to talk about. Yeah, and, and I'll be, I'll be frank. Some parts of parish council meetings can be very boring, uh, and people are always embarrassed. I say, when they've done what they want, then they need to get out, and you're in a village hall. And it's a clip clop, and everyone turns around to look at the person <laughs> yeah, sneaking yeah, out. You're of the absolutely room. right. And the engagement with community means yeah. better local democracy, which is a real question mark about why it's not being pushed forward. Isn't yeah. it? I, the other thing, from a personal view, is I think it may attract more younger people Definitely. in. The youth like to do things on screens. You know, I, I have my own views. Well, the people uh, are busy and they haven't got time they to are go busy. out, drive and get, go to a, to a village hall somewhere when they could work it around their jobs I, and their families. I think you'd also get more working young people because mm. they work different hours and they can join in from remotely. And from a personal thing, as chair of a parish council, you wake up during the winter day of a parish council meeting and it's snowing, you wait to midday really to see, do I cancel the meeting or do we still go ahead? It would be so much easier to say, look, the weather's awful. We're going to slip it to a remote meeting tonight. There's meeting. lots of benefit for face-to-face yep. meetings, but it's when it's needed. Should be our choice. Now, remote meetings, of course, is not the only thing that you campaign for. And you've got a, a clear manifesto for 22-23. Can you tell us a bit about your main aims for council? Some of them on standards, but it's mainly empowering communities to do things. We're, as your members, I'm sure, know, there's the general power of competence, which only applies in certain conditions... Mm-hmm. Uh, for a qualified clerk is one. There is a debate in my mind that all parish councils should have the general power of competence so that they can do things. A little thing on my shoulder says, yes, but you have to be careful. The qualified clerk is there to stop you leaping off where you think the water's six foot deep below, but actually it's only a puddle, so you have to be careful. I think we want to try and get more direct funding. That's not going to be easy, but because a lot of people assume that the 20 million that the LGA gets, they share the pot with us. I had some meetings with government ministers. It was just an assumption that the LGA shared the money with us. They didn't appreciate that we only got our money through our precept. Well, it's a bit like um, district councils get money. And we're told by government, well, ask your district council for some money. Well, some of them have enough problems with their funding anyway, they're not going to share it with us. But of course, that is something we're working with district and borough councils over the last few years has helped because they appreciate we can raise money by precept. And if your residents really want something, then you can raise the money. Yes, and and that's something that um, NALC has been very successful in campaigning for, is not introducing that cap. Um, four times councils and year on year Year, it's a year on year but we've done it again I I think it's helped that we got government 
to steer away from mentioning percentages. The precept's gone up by an average of 40%. As I always point out, yeah, normally it's the equivalent of a cup of coffee a month. That's what we need to remind people about. We certainly do, yeah. So there's some big ambitions in there in your manifesto. Most of them are shared by our member clerks. Mm. In fact, there are other things you do, of course. In fact, NALT continually campaigns for government change and sector recognition, most recently with the levelling up bill, otherwise known as LERB. But it's been a very slow old journey through Parliament. And thanks to the sector lobbying that, that you do with your MPs and peers, you know, it's really, they're really peers, some peers and MPs are really beginning to, um, to recognise our sector and actually agree with the message that's going across. But it, it's a, a slog, isn't it? It takes it, time to get stuff through. It, it is. And we've had a lot of work with our Baroness Scott, our president, also involving other baronesses in the house to and they're all in the same accord as to what we should be doing again uh, we talk about uh, remote meetings but there's also the situation with regards to churches very gray area so i mean you and your staff work very hard on those briefings and and, and things um, around consultations of course you do a lot of consultation feedback yep. so lots of, of effort everywhere and for which we're, we're very grateful for to make this all happen, we spoke about partnership working, and you work with the LGA, local, you know, local government association, and, and others. Perhaps you'd like to talk a bit about who you work with and why you think it's really important that those partnerships come together. Yes, we obviously work with the LGA, which I'm sure mm. everyone knows represents the, the higher tiers, if you like, or the lower tiers, depending which way around you look at it. <laughs> but we're doing more work with the district councils network and what's pleasing it was last year but it's had an effect at their conference that i went to they were warned that not working with your parish and town council will be a mistake uh, and if you don't you will regret it in due time so i think finally we're working together i think historically we spoke together and talk, but now people are working together, doing far more, and we're finding more partnerships want to talk. Can you sort of give us a flavour of who they might be? There's the LGA, isn't there? What about the LLG, Lawyers for Local Government, and ACRE, I think, that you work quite, oh, quite yes, a lot? Yes, I sit on the Rural Coalition, which is a group of bodies, including, obviously, NALC, ACRE, and I think currently 13 bodies. And we've actually put to forward a rural coalition vision to government, uh, a paper which I talked about at the Labour conference when I spoke oh, at a fringe event. You're also part of the all-party parliamentary group on local democracy. It, again, it opens doors for us to get in and talk to MPs, and we can invite MPs to come along and join it. Yes. So. Yeah, you have very successful reception or a co-hosted reception with them, don't you? In we, do. Lords. we do, we yeah. do. I've also found that the, some might say it's a perk, but the one, first one or two are that in this role, I tend to go a lot parliamentary receptions, uh, which is quite good to start with, but then after a while. <laughs> oh, and we're actually having our own this year, our Star Council of Awards and, and Clark yes. are coming along to our reception there where we're going to present uh, prizes to 
the finalists. It's going to be opened by Lee Rowley, and it follows on. We've got a day in London for our assembly, and then we're all moving down to Parliament. So that'll be fun. On SLCC, you know, the membership body for clerks and NULC, representing councillors, we're obviously on the same side, aren't we? And we share many aims and <coughs> collaborate together to yep. get things done. Can you tell us how that partnership actually worked? Yes, I think, as everyone knows, we signed the um, Memorandum of Understanding Protocol. And it's really to get us to work, not to get us, but to to highlight the working Mm. together, both informally and formally, I think. The officers met not that long ago. I think it's (laughs) sometimes better that the officers meet without the chairs because it's a bit like... Yeah, officer to officer sometimes works better. To, to finish up on then, um, Keith, if our clerks and members want to know a bit more about NULC and everything you do, how is it easy is it to find that out? Well, obviously, they, they know about NULC already. And there are a few things. One, I'm still surprised the number of people that don't read our weekly bulletin that comes out on Thursdays. It used to be Fridays, but it was pointed out by various clerks. We get lots of things on Fridays because people are clearing their desks on Friday. So we actually push it out on today, actually. It is Thursday, isn't it? Yes, Thursday. Be today. There's also our website, the NALT website. Again, people say, well, what are you doing for climate change? What are you doing for this? There's a whole section in there where we highlight what parishes are doing you can lecture about climate change but i think it only works for parishes and towns when they see written what parishes have done and what's it doing they think oh we could do that and i think that works website is going through a big change and the new one is going to be launched soon. Anyway, there's plenty to find out about yep. all the work that NALC yep. does. Thank you very much for sharing your information about NALC with us. And thank you for all you do to promote, thank you. It, to promote thank you. the motel sector. Thank you.